0: Welcome to the Transformational Storyteller podcast. The stories we tell ourselves and others shape the lives we lead. I'm your host, Dara Lee Blyant. Today, I'm so excited to have not one, but two guests, Passion Pete and Miles Miyamoto, and together they've formed a company called Free the World Productions, and I have to say, when I, fir- I first met Pete, and um, you know, like I expected, and 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 you'll see him, you'll get to know him, but like I, I thought he was gonna be like this, like hard, edgy kind of rapper guy, and he is like the biggest love. Like he's just like this ball of love and um and Miles is the same and so being able to get to know them and get to know their passion for music and people and using music to help like help free the world. It's it's amazing. So I'm really excited to hear their story today and um and to just do a deep dive into who they are and what they're about. Um so yeah, stay tuned.
1: Hey how's it going everyone? Thanks Darylise for having us. Um, my name is Passion P. This is Miles Miyamoto. What's going on, what's going on? Coming to you live from PA today, Chestnut Hill, and we just wanted to uh, tell you guys our story and how we got on and started and worked together. Really interesting, cool divine story, which led to later on us working on a collaborative album called Divine Inspiration. Volume one. Volume, Volume one, because we're gonna, call, we're gonna call, be more than one, and uh, we are actually wrapping that up now. We're waiting on a singer for the last song but the funny story about that is so my wife is actually a doula and she helps with birth and stuff like that and she went to high school out in hatboro horsham and ironically she went to high school with With was my wife's wife wife, emily Emily. so she was getting ready to have their third child their daughter and um while she was in labor she decided to take on a doula which happened to be my wife so in the process of having their daughter um my wife got to know Miles and got to find out some information. Well, you about know what it, it was? It was actually
2: after Laura was born, was it? Um, okay. she came over to the house and you know because you know the doula's—they check even after after birth. Mm-hmm. And I got her, like my little makeshift studio set up in the corner. And she comes in and she sees it and she goes, "Oh, my husband makes music too. You guys should link up." And okay. I was like, "Yeah, cool, bet." And, and and from there, you know, we met up, and um, so that was a trip. She had just saw the microphone and the computer, and, and I guess it looked like your microphone and computer, you yeah, know, yeah. you know. She probably, uh, uh, you know, uh, felt, felt Emily's pain as far as just having studios set up randomly right, in the house. Right. Fast. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, no, nah, that was a uh, that was the start of something crazy, and it was cool just how it all started from my daughter being born, and. Um, yeah, a lot a lot of love there, a lot of love there. Yeah, I
1: love hearing both sides, because from my side, you know, it was, uh, I got a CD. He gave me, he gave my wife one of his little, his little CDs that he had printed out mm. a whole bunch of them. And uh, it was called uh, Event Horizon. Event Horizon, right? yeah. yeah and I yeah, got yeah. that and I listened to it, I was like, man, all right, I got to give this guy a call. And the first song it was sent over to him was an idea concept called Free the World. Mm-hmm. And he just really fell in love with the stuff that I was talking about. And we
2: actually ended up doing that song. That song that's on, that's, that's gonna be on the album. That's correct. Be on the album. Yeah, yeah. So look out for that coming soon. Thank you. And then free the world Productions kind of birthed from oh, from the fact that that was like the first song that that uh. That's correct. You, know, you yeah. played me or whatever. Later
1: on in doing the album, <clears throat> we were talking about you know different things and how to grow as a team as well as um, as well as artists individually. So. Um, <clears throat> One of the ideas that was inspired to me was starting our own production company, our own labels and stuff like that. Miles helped me, inform me with a lot of information, like online and stuff like that. So we decided to make our own brand called Free the World Productions, so now that's a legit company. We're getting into film, videography, all that, engineering, mixing, mastering. We both write our own music, and I'm a producer, so all all the stuff that you hear is 100% organic from us. So it's a really special thing. Absolutely. Divine inspiration baby. Yeah. inspiration homie, one where we put the back
0: today hop- our show sponsor is loving healing press and they are all about telling stories of redemption and transformation and self-help and you know uh, passion Pete and miles Miyamoto have this brand of like free the world right and I believe that freedom happens through stories um, So if you want to read any of Loving Healing Press's amazing titles, go to www.lhpress.com and they've generously extended a 15% discount to any of our viewers or listeners and all you need to do to take advantage of that is enter the coupon code DARALEASE15 at checkout. That's D-A-R-A-L-Y-S-E 15 at checkout.
1: Man, what's happening, pay pictures like I'm canvassing, oh dear it's not venison, you better take your medicine, with passion, got adrenaline, you can hear me screaming, let me in, I never have step cause I'm not a half-stepper, nah. my mic is in control when I'm spitting back pepper, cause divine inspiration is... and Miles,
0: thank you so much for coming on today.
2: Thank you thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you.
0: I'm really excited to talk about your story, and like how you, you know, your wives gave birth to your babies, but you gave birth to this, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Free the World Productions, which is just amazing. Amazing. Um, So, yeah, so tell me about, like, because you kind of, you were, like, fixed up, you know, right? Yeah. yeah, Yeah. So they they fixed you up. So what was it like when you first met each other, actually in the same space at the same time?
2: Mm, That's a good question. For me, it wasn't awkward at all. I I think just I I have this thing where if you make music or create anything, I know I'm going to get along with you Mm -hmm. in some way, like as another creator. So it's you know, open-minded. I know I'm friendly with your wife, so it was just, like, What do you got to play for me? You know, it's like, oh, I got this, (laughs) you know, and and I was like, oh, I like that. And it was just, it was like we already knew each other.
1: I was just about to say, for me, that's a good question because I I can't even remember the first time we met because we talked so much on the phone way before that. Like we already basically had a whole outline, like we would send songs back and forth over the phone and through email and stuff like that. So we already basically had a half an album before you even met in person. Rec, so, Philly was Rec, Philly, right. Rec Philly. Rec Philly,
2: that's right. I had just contacted Tim from Rec Philly, mm-hmm. and yeah. he was giving me my first walkthrough. I'd never been there before. And I, because we were in contact over the phone, I was like, oh, this is a perfect opportunity to meet Peter in person yes. and let him also get this experience because it seems like a really cool thing. And so we actually met five minutes before walking into Rec Philly for the first time. Oh, man. Like you said, we had talked on the phone and worked yeah. with music, but. um. Yeah, in person was yeah. that, yeah. And
0: for anyone who's not familiar, Rec Philly is it's a co working like p- space for creatives. It's a creative hub. hub. Yeah, like it's a creative hub, yeah, within the city of Philadelphia. Shout out to Rec Philly. Man. Yeah, Shout out, out yeah, to yeah, Rec yeah. Philly.
1: Shout <laughs> yeah. yeah. so, out Will.
0: Yeah. So, um, and it's, I mean, it seems like you had met each other even through your music that Mm -hmm. you got a sense of like who the other person was and what they're about. Um,
2: absolutely. Yeah. It's kind of a cheat code almost. Cause (laughs) when you meet a person and, and you kind of fill them out and you might like their initial, Mm -hmm. but then there might be something about their personality that's like a, I don't know, like a game changer, like, uh, you know, be it politics or religion or something. But because we met kind of through our music, it's like, I know exactly the kind of person you are through your lyrics. I, I can hear that, and and like, all right, we're gonna get along. It's cool, you, you know. It, there's no, you know. I didn't know he was like that. Right. <laughs> you know, it, it Funny was...
1: thing about that, like when we first met at Rec Philly with Tim, we were all sitting in this little space near the studio, and the conversation that we had was actually about politics and religion. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we totally wow. did. We oh, went yeah. there, and, and Tim was just looking at us like, what are these guys? And we just went in on all the different religions and our views, and a lot of what I feel that conjoins us or that makes us... Um, very much similar in comparison is that open-mindedness, you know what I mean? There's not one direction, you know, we're very much open to a lot of different views and stuff like that, (laughs) (laughs) you know what I mean? So to me, that that makes it real special, like an authentic bond is that, you know, we both relate to so many levels. Like he has three children, I have three children. We're both upcoming artists that have big aspirations, but with the time limited, full-time working, you know, I was like a full-time CDL driver before this, you know, and just, super time consuming with careers and providing for families, but at the same time being open-minded and optimistic to like different ways of the world, empowering freedom music that just really goes back to like the essence and o- origin of the culture, you yeah. know what I mean?
0: Well, and the music itself, cause I think in the rap world and the hip hop world, like there can be, there can be a lot of emphasis on like violence or oh, destruction yeah. or whatever, but that's not, well, your themes the are different
2: with hip-hop now it's just so much out there that, that you almost have to create subgenres, yeah. And when you do that, now you don't look at hip-hop with this stigma uh, of violence and, and things like that because it's not, you know, and it's never really been what it's always been about. It's just a lot of the prominent people that we know who make hip-hop, those, you know, the, the most famous ones. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we kind of attach that, but whereas other genres, they, they don't suffer that. You know, um, rock, for instance, there's so I couldn't even name all the subgenres with rock, so you know you don't hear as much. You know, like I remember um, a, a big tide in music was when Kanye and 50 Cent had their battle. Who was gonna sell more albums? Right. It was Kanye's third or fourth studio album, mm-hmm. and 50's third. And I remember, but it was like, why are they pitting them two against each other? It's gangster rap versus Kanye West, you know, soul samples. Right. It didn't make sense to me. And, and ever since then, it was like, oh, gangster raps been dead, but it hasn't. It's just it, they found their own lane and. You don't hear it unless you want to listen to gangster rap now, yeah. and so I—I don't know. I don't like the stigmas that's with hip hop. I think there's just so many different, lanes cause any genre can have a violent or, oh or gosh, a negative totally. an annotation to it. You, you, you know, I've heard some pretty crazy country songs, you know. <laughs> We're just crossing yeah, over yeah.
1: now, you know, hey, look, ah, at, yeah. look at Lil yeah. Nas X know, the with the Old Town hard, Road and, and, blur, and there's sure. videos on YouTube going viral with other people recreating different country songs and stuff yeah. like that, you know, but I think what makes it also really special is like one of the songs that we have off this new album Divine Inspiration is called Tribute, where we literally just pay homage to all the classic hip hop records we grew up on, like mm-hmm. Tribe Called Quest, mm-hmm. and just like really inspiring music that like really embraced the culture very young, which is kind of like the music we grew up on, which is another commonality it, oh, yes. that we share. Got you know, it, yes. so I think that's what makes it also special and unique.
0: Well, I think gratitude in art is so important, whether it be music or painting or mm-hmm. writing or whatever, because we none of it is created in a vacuum. Mm-hmm. So you're always influenced by other right. f- other forces. And then hopefully That's, you're also yeah. influencing other people and it's like a conversation, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So which, if you each had to choose, I'm sure you have a million influences, <laughs> but if you had to say like, oh, th- you know, this is the artist that most inspired me or made me want to be an artist, but do you mm. e- have one? Nice. Nas. Nas. Nas.
2: Without a doubt, Nas. Really? Yeah. And I-, I don't try to emulate him or nothing but as far as just all around inspiration it's not nice. yeah okay
1: for me it's rock him and the reason why I say rock him is because you know he made music that was funky but he didn't really curse You know, he could literally destroy you in a rap battle without even cursing and his wordplay and metaphors was so visual and like a lot of people don't know this but Rakim actually started off as a saxophone player and if you listen to his voice he has such a baritone like alto kind of voice you know like Guru rest in peace you know they had these really classic hip hop voices that sounded like these emulated instruments of saxophone and trumpets that really stood out to people and painted really verbal pictures, like Notorious Biggie Smalls and uh, Slick Rick you know and it to me that that's the art of it and well, without a Rakim
2: you don't have a it, Nas no, and, and right. a lot of these other guys right for sure.
0: well I can see that I mean I and I Pete from what I know about you too, you speak in metaphors like yeah. I mean that that's your language so sometimes yeah. you'll say something I'm like that's beautiful <laughs> that's beautiful. I think a lot of
2: rappers and yeah. in, in, in general speak Almost where you let them go for a while, it almost sounds like that rhyme, right, you know? right. yeah, Like <laughs> yeah, you just yeah. wrote a poem right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I find that a lot. <laughs> yeah. You know, a lot of people, you know, talk about like the history of rap. I, I would argue that Muhammad Ali might have been the first rapper. Mm. If you think, of, you know, speaking in, in rhyme and in metaphor. Right. And, I mean, he was doing that before we were cutting up records and, and breaking and stuff. So, really? yeah, definitely the, the way we speak and yeah, that's all part of it for yeah. sure yeah
0: and like the way that i mean do you find that your music informs your life or that your life informs your music or both like i mean both yeah for sure does it tend to start with one over the other or
2: Mm. I, i for me personally it's just it's a vibe so the 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 way that the the song comes together is different every time sometimes um, you know, P might send me a beat and, and immediately I'll know what I want to talk about when I hear this beat. Mm-hmm. Or he'll know that I'm going through something and send me a beat that sounds in that lane. Or sometimes, you know, I, I know I want to write something before I hear the music. Right. And I'll contact P or another producer and say, hey, I need a beat that sounds like this. This is what I want to do on it. And I, and I, so it's just a vibe, whatever vibe I have. Sometimes it'll be something as weird as like, you know, catching inspiration from a, a walk or a movie or something. It's, I want to write something about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, me, me and you were just on the phone the other day, and I forget what it was, but you just random said something, and it was like, you know what? I want to write a song about that. I'm gonna when I get home, I'll write a song about that. Like mid conversation, and it was just, uh, you know, and so it's, it's 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 so many different ways. That's why it's organic. It, it's you know, there's no one way I don't think, or or one type of you know formula. At least not for me. So true. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Is most of the work that you do? Is it mostly collaborative? Do you like write individual songs and then like do your own thing? Like well, how, mm-hmm. how does that work?
1: Yeah, well we definitely started off as independent artists regardless. Like yeah. we had our own different views and directions and albums and projects and ideas in mind. But um, ever since we met, honestly, I feel personally like a lot of even each other's independent albums, we've inspired or influenced each other in some way. Like I was working on this uh, EP and I didn't even really know the direction I wanted to go with it. I had three songs yeah. originally the Loyalty EP yeah, yeah, yeah. and I sent him one song which was Never and in the song Never I say um, that's Loyalty as an ad-lib yeah. not even like a lyric and he just called me up and he was like Pete I got an idea <laughs> he's like you should put all these songs together and title the EP called Loyalty which is what I did. The song
2: kind of was a different
1: version of loyalty, loyalty, you
2: know, know, be a positive or negative. Mm -hmm. And and like even so, you know, we've been like working on our collab thing, Mm -hmm. but like he was just saying, I have my own EPs and albums I'm working on.
0: What does EP stand for?
2: So an EP is the new age mixtape. Really, if it's Seven to six songs or less, it's an EP. If it's more, it's an album. Oh, it's not actually a track extended production. That's the time. technical yeah. term. I forget what the exact time is. Extended but production. Roughly six yeah. or seven songs worth of music yeah. is, is it's under considered an, album. an EP. Yeah. Okay. And then Correct. you would move up to an LP, essentially. Wow. Yeah. And so that kind of took over the mixtape. We don't have mixtapes no yeah. more, um, per se. And so people are putting out these smaller projects. Mm-hmm. And before like, I put mine out, you know, I'll send him a lot of the songs, maybe the whole thing. Like, hey, what do you think about this? Right. You, you know, and um, just because we work, been working together so closely and he knows how I work and things. And so even, even if it's not a song that has nothing to do with him, he didn't produce it or anything, yeah. I'm going to still send it to P.
1: you know. Even ideas, too. Like, Miles had this vision for this one song to sample himself in a hook, you know, or, or a chorus, rather. Mm-hmm. And he had, like, this different, um, like... Chopped up vocals of different artists in there, and he was like, "Yo, can you scratch this in mm-hmm. for me?" And all I did was literally just put cuts in it, yeah. stuff like that. A lot of the songs I'll clean up or whatever, like clean versions, and just we work together like that. It's it's really cool.
0: I feel like there's so much trust in your relationship, right? I mean, because the, like art, music, whatever, like however you're you're producing, <laughs> it's it's so sacred, right? And so to be yeah. able to really I mean, trust as the this artist, person... people,
2: the artist is always gonna be sensitive of his art, yeah. and so that that there is all that trust but that doesn't mean that there hasn't been times where you know it's like yo my man see <laughs> you know what i mean and but that's part of it and it's part mm-hmm. of like the beauty of the process and 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 going through it and knowing all of those changes or something that might happen with the project and you know especially with a collaborative effort you you even if you're the overall goal and vision is the same, you're two different people, Mm -hmm. you you know what I mean?
1: There's been times we butt heads a lot. I'll tell them, look, man, I think you should go, no, I'm not doing that. Or Take me off the album. you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Stuff like that and stuff too. But it's great that you mentioned trust because like that's a big part of it as well. Cause even outside of the music world, like our families know each other. You Know we do things together like I was over at his house the other day, like last week. You know, and we got the kids together and jumped Tray, on the trampoline. His
2: son drew a picture of me. my son, drew a picture oh, of I him. Love you know,
1: my son even be saying our rhymes a lot. You know, <laughs> wow. Sensei Samurai is another song we got, oh but even in the production world, too. Like a lot of um you know, the new age streaming and all this stuff, like I'm uneducated to that. I grew up on CDs. I remember when I first talked mm-hmm. to Miles about releasing this album, I was like, yeah, we gotta get all these CDs. I even want vinyls. And he's yeah. like, P, nowadays it's USBs, <laughs> bro. I just did, it. I, just did it. I was like, <laughs> you no, know the, I, I,
2: I don't know how many people told me I don't even have a place to play the CD. Right,
1: exactly. Even Funkmaster Flex, he's like, I don't, won't even take it. You know what I mean? I won't even take it. It's got to be like CDs. Nowadays, we got scan codes and like we even printed out business cards with these QVR codes now. And like, that's the new wave. And like a lot of that stuff I wasn't really game to or receptive to. So Miles helped me put me on a lot of stuff like that. And as you can see, like with the equipment and stuff, a lot of that I've been, you know, being the sponsor for, you know, and, and like helping him with a Place to record and, or you know, just means of a better recording foundation and just like working together like that. So trust is real big because it 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 carries over the music into what we'd like to call this production. You know, that we're started.
0: Yeah, well, and I mean, it's Free the World Productions, right? Co
1: for company, but yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. I mean, well, and I was gonna ask, like, what Mm -hmm. do you feel like you have? individual visions and then a joint vision? Or do you For feel sure. like you just have this
2: joint vi- So For sure. Um, mm. I think just because both of us were so hungry before even meeting each other. I mean, really, what, a year and a half now, maybe? Yeah. And, and so it's, it hasn't been that long, but we've kind of taken pieces from our own vision and implemented them to kind of create this joint thing. But mm. I think we still want to be doing our, and just to benefit each other. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. us doing something together is gonna benefit my personal vision mm. and vice versa. You know, so whereas like he started his company and wanted me to be be a part of it, you know, I free the wanted, world's my baby. Yeah, yeah. That, that was always his baby. <laughs> He's got his I own dream him and, him, and idea and concept to start, too, which he would be a part of with mine, mm-hmm. and it goes both ways. So I, I think it's just it's funny because both companies are real similar in that aspect. Right. It. But it's just we're helping each other, and, and anybody else that that we collaborate. You know, it's not just us two mm-hmm. uh, right. that that we collaborate with. And
1: shout out to Boogie, yeah, yeah, James, Boogie James, On Point and, you know, Productions, like guys. another another so production it's, company.
2: It's, you know, we're out here. We all got. Even if it's little differences to it, it's the same vision. We're all hungry, and we're artists that just want to create and be in a space that we can do that freely, so why not help each other, Mm -hmm. and, and, you know.
0: Well, I really like that question, right? Why not help each other? Because I don't think everyone always comes at Mm. art that way. I think sometimes there's competitive. Art is
2: competitive. It's my art against yours, no matter if it's music, painting, uh, production, you you know, this camera guy over that camera guy. It's always competitive, but that doesn't mean there's only one winner. And I think that's the blurred line is when, when we think of competition, you know, you were so quick to think, you know, winner or loser. And it's like, well, no, there can be, there's different, what are your goals? And, and you know, you can't compare your day one goals to day 500 person's goals, you, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, why, why, why can't we work together? And, and I think that's big every time we go to a show that we do a performance, you know, we'll get footage of all the performers. And you know, I might charge you for some of your footage or your photos and stuff, but that's so we can afford to get more accessories for the camera. And to, you know, it's, it's sure it's a business, but I, I'm here to support you, just in hopes that you'll support me as well. You, you know,
1: you know, I think that's another a good point, the support aspect, because um, one of the things I realized through Rec Philly is like Pennsylvania and Philadelphia don't really have a lot of. Um, Resources for artists, you know what I mean? And I didn't realize that till I started working more intimately with these good people at at Rec Philly, you know And um, I think that's a really important thing like um, For an example shout out my homie uh, Kay Davis the director. He uh, actually sold me my camera You know what I mean? But before that he shot my music video, you know what I mean? And now he he just released a single called nobody that's blowing up and like it's a major stream single. Like it's getting plays in New York, wow. not Philadelphia. Yeah. And he's from Philadelphia. Yeah. You know what I mean? So to I get see most of
2: my plays right now in Seattle. To see something like <laughs> that, know you it, know what Seattle. I mean, is is
1: really strange, you know, because it is the city of brotherly love. And the one thing I will say, being from New York, is like um, I definitely see more of that aspect. Like, like Miles said, being at shows, You know, I met so many different artists that really showed me love. I remember when I first bought my MPC, yeah, which you. is- I thought you was my, gonna
2: say it wasn't Brotherly Love. I was no. <laughs> no, no. When, when, up, when I first Hold got my, my, going. My, um,
1: <laughs> my machine to produce, which is called an MPC, um, the producer that sold it to me, shout out to John Evo, he just produced um, one, one, uh, a couple of tracks off of Chris Brown's Don album, Indigo. Indigo her it's it's actually the number 1 album right now in the in the US yeah. indigo is the number 1 album he produced the you track her he her which is her. fire come together featuring her which is fire you know but he he took the time when he sold me that machine for like Three to six hours, we just sat in the studio, he was showing me stuff, we were talking, and and I really appreciated that. He's basically my mentor, you don't even know it, you know what I mean? But but doing stuff like that, you know, it really (laughs) made this connection. Because, like, when I did the show, shout out to Trey Prada and MC Quick, like, these guys had already worked with him. So, as soon as they knew that I was friends with him or that he was my mentor, they didn't even question, you know, my authenticity behind beat making or, you know, vocals or anything like that. They just embraced us, you know. Just like one of them, you know what I mean? So, like, that format of, of just brotherly love and support has been, you know, real beautiful.
0: And I have to say, so I've had a lot of guests <clears throat> on this podcast so far. Yeah. I have never had any guest give so much recognition to other people in their field and with their art. And I think that's beautiful that you two are sitting here like, yeah, shout out to this person, shout out to that <laughs> well, person. You like, know, we wouldn't, yeah. you
2: wouldn't be in any of the positions you're in. If, right. if you really said, no matter who you are, like mm. every, you know, they, like the butterfly effect and all that, every move you make, every person you talk to, like, you know, you're picking up on it. You know how you said, um, I, I laughed, but it was, you know, when he said, he's like my mentor and he doesn't even know it. Yeah. If you're the kind of person that walks through life like that, like I'm gonna learn from everybody I speak to you're all my mentors, sorry, mm-hmm. you, if you're angry about that, right. you know, you, you don't gotta be happy about that, but I'm gonna learn from you and, and I'll shout you out for it because cause I acknowledge that I learned it from you or, or I got that connection from you or, or you know, what have you. It's, it's that's, that's so big, that's the mentality that I wish more artists had. And I think a lot of them, they have the capacity for that. Um, but, you know, like I was saying earlier, it's, it's, we're like designed to think it's just a competition. Right. You know, um, my streams versus your streams and it's, Rather than looking at it like that, like hey, let's do a song together and our now, streams, yeah. our streams, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Now it's our streams, your fans and my yeah. fans, you know, and it, it that's just it's. Free the world, you know. Yeah. Free, free, free Speaking of mentors,
1: world. shout out to Joey Heiner. That, that's my that's my real mentor right now. I'm actually in school for uh, audio engineering down on uh, Delaware Avenue. He, he knows yeah, so. He knows you. He's my real mentor. He's teaching me everything about audio engineering. I don't want him to see this and get butt hurt that I didn't because he's my real uh, mentor. Joey's a good guy. You know but yeah, he's he's schooling me a lot of things. But see, that's the other beauty of it is like we st- I started off as just an MC, you know what I mean? The first time I ever really like um, got no, a taste of like I that. I
2: thought you started off making beats. before No, I had, no, I actually see, I did. Wow. Man, the first the, fir- the first the first
1: thing was um, when I was 19 years old, I performed at the Apollo Theater in Harlem, New York. You know what I mean? And That was the first time I really got a taste or a feel for you know doing music live and really that yeah. organic thing. It was through a Buddhism community called SGI, just SGI, you know. But um, <laughs> it was really a beautiful opportunity. And it led me to believe that that's what I wanted to do. Like my father was a reggae artist and he had a band called The Terrorist. And right before he died, he released their EP or their album mixed by Lee Scratch Perry. He was an amazing reggae artist, you know what I mean? So like marijuana at 45 has been around me since birth. So I always had a musical feel, yeah. you know, and then when I was getting into the teens, you know, that's when I started like with different rap groups and stuff, but really when I was 19 and I did that performance was the first time it really hit me, because when I was in Florida, I did a whole lot of underground stuff and open mics in Fort Lauderdale yeah. and Shout out to Town TV Productions, my <laughs> man Jason was my manager at the time, you know, and... Um, it just continued to transpire and then you know <clears throat> getting older in life and having more aspirations of really focusing on a vision yeah. right i started to realize wow it's more than just this so it became like production it became you know video it became art you know miles put me on a lot of art and right, editing you know right. and um it became film and then it became you know audio engineering mixing and mastering and songwriting like i write for singers sometimes too yes. you know so it's just uh it's an amazing thing that continues to build
0: Right, and I love that. I mean, when when you're open to allowing your art to evolve, mm-hmm. like it never gets stagnant. Right. Because no. people will ask me that sometimes about my creative process. They're like, "Don't you ever get tired of what you do?" I'm like, "No, because it's no. always changing." Exactly. Exactly. It's so yeah.
2: it's, it's such an open thing. Is the moment I think it's gonna get stagnant, I'm switching it up. <laughs> I'm doing something different, and and that's what's so fun about being an artist. Though you you know, and I think that's why as artists we're all so sensitive mm. about our art, and you know, it's so important and it's so Something that just makes you so happy and it's like, don't mess with my art, man. Well, you know, you
0: began by talking about um, being parents, right, and, like, yes. connecting. And I kind of feel like when you talk about your art, you're talking about, like, that. that's how people talk about their kids, right? It's like, yeah. they're evolving oh, and yeah, growing, sure. and
2: I'm always learning sure. and changing, there, and don't mess with There's a lot of correlations, them. but yeah, yeah, I yeah. think there's a big correlation between mm-hmm. probably, Especially in our
1: parenting like that, views, but. too. Yeah. yeah Which yeah. Is, yeah. is ironic, yeah. because we have a song together called Parenting, okay. where it's one of my personal favorite songs, because I say everything our I want to... Our wives not like (laughs) (laughs) but it is basically everything that every parent thinks every parent if you're a real parent you think and and feel these ways you don't necessarily act on it but basically don't
2: don't get the wrong it's a lot of love in the song and it's 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 an idea it doesn't mean we're actually want to kill our kids but it's
1: just how you feel and it's basically validating what parents feel and how they feel through a song Mm. without actually meaning it and it's it's a really cool concept the cool
2: thing is is Mm-hmm. Even if you're not a parent, I, I found listening to it, yeah. I feel like it's just as relatable for, for a person without children because they were kids. Right. Yes. And, and you know what it's like to make your parents feel like right. that. Right. So there's both ways you can look at that song. Very true. As the speakers were the parents. You, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so it's almost like listening to your parent.
1: My kids you love know. listening to it, oh, they, they, they say, say the chorus Dad. all the time <laughs> Daddy, I want this. Daddy, I want that. Yeah. You know, they love saying that part, love saying it.
0: Well, and I think, like, so much of life, right, is, like, acknowledge the truths that nobody speaks about, right? Because, mm-hmm. like, I don't have kids, but I, I so appreciate when I speak to my friends who have kids, and they're like, Dara, I love my kids. It is hard sometimes. Oh. You know, it is You want to borrow
2: one? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've got
0: six right here. I'm oh, never I love, love your kids. Yeah, when yeah, do
2: yeah. you want to take we them? We could have brought them. Yeah, <laughs>
1: exactly. Pick one. we got three to choose yeah. from. Yes, yes.
0: But it's like, I mean I feel like there's (coughs) such authenticity in acknowledging, like, Mm -hmm. life is about the and, right? Mm -hmm. Like, these kids are amazing, and there are moments when I feel like I'm at my wit's end. You know, your partnership Mm -hmm. is amazing, your collaboration is amazing, and there are moments when you don't get along, you know? And I think it's important to own all of
2: that. Mm. It is a cool correlation, the the parenting to to art, making art, you know, like how we were saying, to support each other. And, you know, the parents that, that are angry that the other kid in the class is, is real smart. Like, no, I want the whole class to, to succeed. And it makes, they all look good. They're all going to help each other. And the same with the, the music and the art, you know, it's, let's all succeed together. Mm-hmm. And it's a cool correlation. I, I haven't put too much thought into it, but it's definitely a, at least a, I think both of us definitely treat our art like, like they were our own children.
0: You know. Well, I have a question, but now I feel like I can't ask it. So I'll tell you what the question was. <laughs> to so you know, I was gonna ask if each of you had a favorite song, but mm-hmm. then in, if the correlation is between kids, I'm like, well, I don't know. No. Like that's like asking someone a, a, favorite, a favorite personal
1: kid. song or yeah, a, like, favorite song a favorite period. song period.
0: That, so that, that you've done that we've done either like with, together. With,
2: mu- for me, at least, with music, there's I go through phases. What mm-hmm. this is my favorite song. This mm-hmm. is and each song that's been a favorite. Now gets put on like a all time great, say, thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so it's kind of like with, with your kids. You're not just gonna fly out and say, yo, this is my favorite kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there are times of the days was like, yeah, you're you're my man right now, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? yeah. Or you know, my boy's would be a knuckleheads. Come here, baby girl. You, yeah. you, you know, and, and so yeah, it's. I'm not saying one's my favorite, but yeah, there there you go through the phases where it's at, at because with the music especially, a lot of it is is um is is based off of the mood. You know, certain songs, no matter how good it is, you can't listen to it depending on what, you're listening what you listening to at,
1: know. at that time. You know. Yeah,
2: where your environment or your mood and things like that. So, one of my favorite songs that, that I've done, um, it's it's almost ten years old now. Yeah. Um, and when I was getting out the navy, um, it was a low low point in my life, and and I wrote this song called Hey You, and it was just so much emotion in it. And it was just so raw and true to yeah. who I was and that that. It's just it was like a time capsule of me that day, and. Um, to this day, like, I, that that song speaks to me, you, you know. But, that would be
1: my favorite song. But it's not did. my
2: favorite no more, yeah. you, you know, it's just, but it was, and it was a long point of time where it was, but I've moved on from that point in my yeah. life, and, you know, I don't feel those feelings no more. So I can't look at that song as a favorite anymore. You you, you know, I don't have those feelings anymore.
1: But as far as like favorites between us, like the question you asked, you know, like between the work that we've done together, do we have a favorite song? It's funny because like the first song we talked about doing when we first met over the phone, you know, was Free the World, you know? But we actually didn't. We actually did the song called Sensei Samurai, which was a really cool spin off of like Wu Tang Clan kind of style, plus like, you know, Miles Miyamoto, that name comes from like a
2: Samurai.
1: samurai inspired, you know, inspired kind of theme. So that was actually the first song. And I remember when we did it together, I was like, wow, this is great. And I kept listening to it. This is my favorite actually, song. So it was funny. We did it's the song, um,
2: we each had a verse, and, and mm-hmm. he did the chorus and we loved it so much that he extended the beat and we both wrote another half verse and added a third verse oh, on cuz yeah. it wasn't always three yeah. verses cuz no. it was a pretty long song and yeah. it's like, nah, we got write another yeah. we got to write another one you know cuz when we said originally i only sent you the one verse mm-hmm. back and um we did a couple songs before the Free the World actually, yeah, yeah. I think No Hope came in there. Battle Scars was the and second one. we did a lot of songs real quick because the, them to me and I would just yeah. send them back. A lot of these the songs
1: there. too is really emotional, like when I was at work actually it just hit me like an idea inspired. It was um, loved Ones, which was based off of a friend of mine who's incarcerated for like 15 to life right now, you know what I mean? And um, that song was based off his mother had just gotten cancer and she was on bed rest. So I made the song, Love Ones, and then the song "Say what's up brother, how you doing, how's your mother, you know what I mean? And it was based directly towards him, but it just told such a story, you know, that it was uh, really emotional. And when you feel another artist's, like, vibe or feeling and, and, and emotion in the song, it's very easy to get with it. Like the song, Battle Scars. I remember when I first sent it to Miles, one of the things I say in the beginning is, true story, you yeah. know what I mean? And he was like, I was just gonna write a verse, but after you said that, it inspired me to write a true story. Yeah in a battle scar format of of a a memory of someone that has just left that scar in you, you know what I mean? So to me, that's what makes it really unique. Like you said, owning it, you know what I mean? And like one of this album to me is like one of the most authentic albums because a lot of it is true Factual, I mean, all of it is really true. Factual events, based off of stories and like everything, you could research it, look it up. Yeah. It's it's legit, you know what I mean. And it's embracing what we've been through, parents that we are now. Like every little bit of mix in there mm-hmm. is con- joined together, and the way we met to me was really divine. So it just became divine inspiration. Divine
0: inspiration you know? Yeah, so. well, and I saw the two of you perform, and what I love yeah. about yeah. it is. In that performance, each of
1: you. Shout out to Derek well,
2: That was, just, that was just <laughs> before, so I was there for the feature. Well, no, oh, you were there? You, got, and you well, got on stage. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you freestyle. <laughs> Funny story. So, P, the, 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 the weeks leading up to this show and the night before. Some collaborative I, collaboration. You know, I was just there as the cameraman that day. It was P's show, but I knew he wanted to do one song that I'm featured on. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'll just hop on stage for that one song. Mm-hmm. The night before, he's like, yo, I want to do this other song that you're also on, also. Yeah. I don't really know that verse like that. Like we, it's a pretty new song. I, I don't, I, we make so much music, yes. you know, it's hard to memorize and it's not a song I typically would have thought to perform. It's not like an tempo. and it was real deep, but it kind of fit with his set that he had. And so I, I never really tried to memorize that verse like that. And so I was, he was like, you could be, you could be all right. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll be good. I'm gonna listen to it a whole bunch of times tonight. Bro. You also didn't practice. Don't worry. Yes. I didn't listen to it a whole bunch of times. Right. I tried to, I tried to, but it was like, I, it's a deep song, like I said, and like, I wasn't in a bad mood or nothing. So mm-hmm. listening to this song 50 times the night before, I was just like, I can't do it. And also, Miles' <laughs> defense,
1: he was kind of running around getting film and I was, I filmed and doing a lot of there, stuff like that. There. Like, I was upstairs rehearsing. So that first song doing, I did,
2: uh, I, 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 oh, we embodied that first one, the uh, Someboy no. Some Boy, we killed that one. But when we did the Soul Love, halfway through the verse, I, I went blank. But I, I just kept freestyling. <laughs> yeah. You don't know that I went blank. blame. No, I
0: didn't. I was but, like, oh,
2: yeah. he's so good. Yeah, he he so delivered bad. it Here well. your original man. song. It's nothing like what right. I did. <laughs> it was nothing yeah, like that. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a trip, but that happens a lot. I, I do have a tendency of forgetting my lines. up <laughs> Shout it, out to Voltage Land, the and first first show we did. It's because of the amount of music I yeah. make, not because of lack of practice. Well, yes.
0: the funny thing is, so I do acting and I do comedy okay. improv, and everybody always asks me what I like better. And I, you know, I love acting. I love mm. it. I love it. I love it. But there's a lot of homework because you got to memorize yeah. the lines. So I always choose improv over acting all mm. day long because you just make it up. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Cause I've always had it because I've always been a good interested point. in the field and something I would yeah. love to get into. So it's kind of perfect opportunity. Like with the differences between acting and improv, I would look at it as like acting is more of like an art form, whereas improv is more of your personality. Like mm. you can't like I feel like you can get the best actor in the world and they might not be able to learn how to be a good Im- improv artist. You, you know. Whereas, I feel like you can learn, you can take your acting courses, you can learn how to be good at your homework okay. and come in and know your lines and practice. But improv, you can't just throw anybody up there with an improv. And well,
0: the funny thing, there's a Meryl Streep quote and I'm, I'm probably gonna butcher it so I won't try to be exact, but it's something about how you know acting is really about finding the authenticity mm. within yourself and mm. I feel like it's true for both acting okay. and the improv right like that and it's probably true for your music right whether it's music that you're freestyling mm-hmm. or music that you've memorized it's like it's it comes from within you because oh, yeah. if it doesn't your listeners are going to know that mm. they're going to know that it's not authentic.
1: Yeah. That's that that a great not, point you know when you say that all I could think of is Jim Carrey you know what I mean? Shout out to Jim Carrey. When he played the, the oh. role of um, Andy Kaufman for The Man on the Moon, yeah. right? A lot of his story says he lost who he was. You know, he, because the, the story of Andy Kaufman was he became such an actor, he didn't even know who he was yeah. anymore. He was just sarcastic all the time and people started not liking him because he was just like, you know, a different person every day. Yes. And like, he didn't really realize that he was doing it to himself because he lost himself in that field. And Jim Carrey shares about when he was in that role, he realized, this is me too, you know yes, what I mean? And to like yeah. to hear his authentic self come out of that and like where Jim stands from now and his views are are so beautiful. I love, um, there's an interview he's on the carpet and they're like, how you doing Jim? And he's like, who's Jim? I'm just here, you know? And I just love oh, that Jim essence right. of being, you know? Yeah. And his, his story is really um, monumental too. He talks about like writing himself his first check for like a hundred million dollars on a hilltop in Beverly Hills, poor broke in his broke down car he was sleeping in, you know, and just like Manifesting his reality, you know, putting it into action, which is, you know, why I decided to do this Free the World Productions thing, is because to me, it's like we're not a big production company, you know what I mean? But the more I put it out there, the more I take these investments and put it into the world, the more it's going to come back. I, I think, like, Bill W., called it the spiritual boomerang. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? B- and, Bill
0: uh, W is the founder of, of Alcoholics A- 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 Anonymous. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's amazing. When I Bill like to, Yeah. I like to ask, you know, all of my guests and um because this is this podcast is called the Transformational Storyteller Podcast, right? And we're talking about authenticity. We're talking about being deeply mm. rooted in your art. Like You know, I believe that every story has a moral, has a lesson, has a theme. Mm. And so, like, if each of you, I'm gonna ask you as individuals, like, if each of you could, like, look at your life and say, you know what, this is the theme I want people to take from it, this is the moral. Mm. What would, like, what would that be for you? Tenacity. Mm.
2: Um, Music is always, or art in general, is is something that I love doing. You know, as a kid, it's hard for a parent to say, you know, don't follow your dreams or anything like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So parents are always gonna do their best to be supportive but also be like, hey, not everybody's gonna be a rapper or a basketball player. And I think at a young age I understood that, but it never deterred me from, to do what I, just meant that I had to do the normal nine to five and continue to do what I love if I want to. Yeah. And you know, a lot of times you think of, um, with, with rap at least, a new artist isn't typically 30 years old. Right. That doesn't bother me. I, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I just want to be in a space where I can do my music and, and provide from doing something that I love. And so until that point comes, I'm just going to keep doing it on the side. But it's not a hobby. It's not a side project. No, this is my passion. This is what I love to do. But I got responsibilities. I understand that. And it's tenacity. Uh, you, I, you're not going to see me quit. You're not going to see me give up through all these years. I, I mean, I started recording really at a young age. I've probably been recording for like 15 years. And some people might look like, well you've been recording for 15 years and I don't know who you are. Don't bother me one bit. No, no. Because for 15 yeah. years I've been doing what I love to do.
0: Yes, well and Angela Duckworth say, wrote you know, the book Grit, right? Mm-hmm. About and, and before her, I think it was Malcolm Gladwell, right? And he talked about the, the theory of 10,000 hours, like you do something for 10,000 hours mm-hmm. and that's when you get mastery. <laughs> Wow. and you do not get 10,000 hours without some tenacity <laughs> for sure for sure <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and you know
2: it's not cut and dry it's not you can't just lock yourself in a hole for 10,000 hours you have other things you need to be doing yes. so you you, you got to have that tenacity that grind that hustle um that grit you, you know like you said so I, I i think that would be my my core overall yeah. aspect of, of at least my approach to my artistry and
0: I love that,
1: I love that. And what about you? Mm, I was actually okay. meditating. Uh, well, obviously passion is going to be in there just because mm-hmm. of who I am, but also dedication, you know what I mean? Because you talk about transformation and stuff like that, and like um, just my story and what I've been through Like to be here right now is, is a blessing, you know what I mean? The choices I made did not perpetuate health and wellness, you know what I mean? So if life were fair, I should be in the ground, you know what I mean? But because life ain't fair, thank God, because I have God's grace, I'm here right now, you know what I mean? So... The dedication.
2: Because God ain't fair, I'm here, wow. Yeah, yeah, because,
1: because, yeah. because of the dedication of, of, you know, continuing like one of the things in SGI Buddhism they have as a logo is never give up. Kind of like John Cena. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen the interview he's done with kids and like the stories of like people with cancer. The wrestler, yeah. 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 The wrestler. No, no, I'm saying oh. he he goes with that Logan. Oh, up. Yeah. It's it's SGI's logo oh, okay. as well, but okay. the never give up thing, you know, to me, that, that shows a good form of dedication. Because like, as an artist and a parent, you know, there's been times I wanted to quit. Yeah. A lot of times I'm like, oh, this ain't going to work. You know, like I'm 30 years old yeah. and this ain't a real production. You know, I oh, You're constantly. You're not going to see us on the freshman double but, XL. But it's you know, really, know, it's really no um, you know, this is... This is uh, the good old days, like Macklemore talks about. You look back on them, you know what I mean? But that dedication and perseverance or passion, you know, has always prevailed. You know, people recognize it when you have it, you know what I mean? Like, And to me, it's just a beautiful thing to have, um, to look back on, because I've noticed and learned to compare myself to myself when I want to measure the growth. You know, and to me, that's a transformation in itself. That's tough to do. Yeah, That's real tough to do.
0: Well, in both of you, I mean, I think really what you're both talking about, too, is like, like a deep, profound commitment. Like when you commit to something mm. and you go all in yeah. and you're dedicated <laughs> and you're tenacious, like the results speak for themselves and the process is pretty amazing. Not necessarily every moment, yeah. but like overall, yeah. it's pretty amazing. Yeah.
2: I think yeah. at least that's supposed to be the, the, the fun part. Like when you watch the interviews of all of our influences and, and, and you know, the people that we look up to in this field, they always say that you you know the grind the the, the come up that was the best part. Yeah. So I hey, I'm just trying to do my best to enjoy that that yeah. part. You you know. We're like, all in that part, yeah. right? I'm like, <laughs> normally, we're all coming up. Right. Things, normally, you don't know that that was the funnest part yeah. until yeah. Right. But if you pay attention to the your, your history, the people before you, mm-hmm. they told you. So yeah. so enjoy it like, don't, you know and. and so it doesn't bother me that I'm out here grinding. I this is what I want to do. This is what I, I
1: definitely don't always feel that way. You know what I mean? But see, that's the <laughs> oh, other yeah, beauty yeah. of it, is like we inspire each other. I remember when I first started meet working with Miles, like a lot of the stuff I was insecure about, you know, like sensitive about my music. Mm-hmm. And he was like, bro, that verse is dope, but that beat's insane, you know, and just like inspired me to keep going. And I remember telling him he was working on like eight projects at one time, like, bro, You're focus, spreading yourself too focus, thin. <laughs> yeah. You spread yourself too thin, you know what I mean? Let's focus here. And like, we kind of like got each other's acts like that and that to me is another form of like you know that that um what was the word you just used uh commitment commitment right
0: yeah well and so i want people to be able to hear your music i want them to get linked up you know you do a lot in the collaboration space so tell like where can people get in touch with you Passion P, like individually, Mm -hmm. Miles Miyamoto, and then where can they get in touch with? So the the
1: beautiful thing about the new age era is there's so many different forms of social media and contact information. So what we've done, which I've learned through Miles, is create link trees. Oh yeah, which have pretty much everything on them, you know. And we have business cards that have them. But through my Instagram, you could definitely access my link tree. It's in my bio. Or just
2: right online. If you go to to your internet browser mm-hmm. linktree.com slash whatever uh, the url
0: is okay so yeah. give it so each of you give a url well everything.
1: i'll give my instagram because i think that's because i don't really remember my url but it's passion at passion underscore p underscore ftw okay and then at it's in passion p F-T-W. ftw and it's in my bio right there's my linktree and it has my beat star account you can listen to my instrumentals it has spotify account for all the songs we've done together it has the website we have websites i also have a uh facebook uh, instagram and facebook page for the business free the world at free the world Productions co okay you know on instagram as well
0: so i'll put that in the show notes so that people can either like scroll through Mm -hmm. and you know on the on the audio version and 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 select that or if they're watching on the video they'll see it on the screen and then they can also um you know uh,
2: go into the show notes and what about you Miles? um instagram and Twitter and LinkedIn, pretty much all of them, it's Miles Miyamoto. Right. Um, Spell Miyamoto. M-I-L-E-Z for Miles, M-I-Y-A-M-O-T-O. For okay. Miyamoto. Awesome. Um, and you know, like like P said, where the music is on all uh, digital platforms, Spotify, Tidal, Apple, Google, etc. You just type in Miles or Passion P. Right. But with P you gotta you gotta be all difficult. And it's it's a capital P at symbol. <laughs> Dollar sign, dollar sign, yeah. lowercase i, zero, zero, uppercase n, lowercase n, uh, lowercase n, space, capital p.
0: Yeah, wait, wait, wait. Say it again. Yeah. <laughs> so, that, <yeah>. so <laughs> if anybody's listening, they're probably like, it. "What?"
2: So, so, so on Instagram is just normal passion p. F, yeah, w. yeah. You
1: okay. can, that's the best way to find. Yeah, so yeah. That's so why we'll, I said so that. So we'll go with the and normal, normal yeah. Instagram one. So yeah. the story behind that is there's actually a lot of different passions out there, just like there's a lot of different miles. Yeah. And to keep that name, passion p, the only way I could keep that was to switch up the letters. So instead of an A, it's an at symbol. Instead God. of the S's, it's money symbols. Yeah. Instead of an O, it's a zero. Yeah. You know. So I had to do it that, that way. That was the
2: hard part, was the, the zero. Was, when I was yeah. looking for them on Spotify and stuff the first time, I kept putting a normal O. I had all the other little symbols right. I'm like, I know this is right. Where is he? <laughs> and it was a zero. I'm like, how am I supposed to know it's a zero, right. and not a big O? Right. So the like best way <laughs> is just click that link tree yeah, and then find the a Spotify. Spot. But and he's the only. But Passion if you
1: find Miles, yeah. you'll find Passion oh, yeah. P. We, we just like features. if you find Passion oh, yeah. P, you'll find Miles, because yeah. we have playlists together and all types of stuff.
0: Oh my God, but I I love that. So, I love that. Like even in the name, you got an independent, like an individuality about you, <laughs> right? And uh, yeah, thank
2: you. Did you give yourself your name? I curious, did you give yourself your name? Passion P? Yeah, I yeah. was curious that with rappers, if they yeah, got yeah. the name themselves. Hey, or... I
1: want to talk about some more Divine stuff yeah. real quick, yeah. as um, he actually has his rap name tattooed on his leg, okay. and so do I. Oh, <laughs> and that's how I yeah, got myself I my mine myself, name. Myself, well, I, I did you mine <laughs> myself. Well, <that's laughs> I had a little line. bit of time, you know what I <laughs> <laughs> mean? But yeah, I, I did mine myself, but with, that's when I came up with the name, you know yeah. what I mean? So I, I did give myself my okay. name.
0: Oh, I love that. So you're both, like, literally... And there's here, money
1: yeah. symbols in it, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's, that's
0: amazing. Well, thank you guys so much for coming no, on you. today. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like we could have for, you know, another, yeah. like, yeah, another couple days. No problem you're, you're at all. you yeah, yeah, so ahead. deep, and I um, really appreciate
1: it. Yeah, thank you so much for the opportunity, for having us into the venue. Really yeah. most grass most right. Right. like why should I stand in line to be a slave to the system that's been rigged before the moment I was made? It's like the whole design was made for me to fail.
0: What I love about the story of today's guests is that you know they have been through things and they have gotten up stronger than ever. And so one of our show sponsors today is Just Strong. Um they their logo, the Just Strong logo is the squat, and what they say about about that and about life is that the real strength comes from getting back up after life gets you down, and so Just Strong is a clothing and lifestyle brand for women, and if you are a woman or you know a woman who has and harnesses the power of strength, who's gotten back up after getting down, check out uh, Just Strong's clothing line at www.juststrong.com. and enter the coupon code DARALEASE10 for 10% off at checkout. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Transformational Storyteller Podcast. As always, thanks to our episode sponsors, our production team at Rebel Hill Consulting, and of course, many thanks to you, the listener. Whoever you are, wherever you are, I hope you're creating stories that empower you and inspire others.
1: or just living life on a different plane? Like, my name is Passion and I'm dangerous. Do you want to be famous because my sickness is contagious? Everything I spit, I have a purpose. It has vengeance. Nowadays, rappers put words inside and say,
2: pass it with the no look. Yeah. All these tracks that need no hook. Fill with rhymes for my notebook. They want the beef, but they don't cook. They're not with the fuck. They popping no clips. I'm heavy as versus you on the other side. Like kids wearing them bibs, all on a nipple, I'm popping like pimple. Get off of my jimmy, ain't talking no Kimmel. Me and my dog, we out of the kennel. We know that the pot is black as the kettle. That's why that I'm hot. Hot as the metal, the metal. I shot right through that poor fellow. I've killed some beats, but not quite like this. All of these rappers, I know that they piss. How do I know I've been making a list? Listen to this. I'm taking a piss and taking a hit. you, we, 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 money. that's killing my genre. How about you beat the first rapper, Obama? Right. I'm full of myself. Maybe it's true, but none of you making a move. Catch me around your team means you should expect the cool They know that I'm crazy, I'm bad, shit, But none of you face me, I'm past right. it. My verse, they hit you like acid, and none of your punches come at shit. No. The hole that we digging is massive. I got on the list listen the masses. Last is, I hope that the rapper don't come out when you to your casket.
1: Uh, this beat right here. He's no good.
2: Shut the fuck up, but you wanna sleep.
1: Huh. Why is it every five minutes you hungry and wanna eat? Go Dang. make yourself your own Dang. plate. Daddy stayed up too late. Not to mention 5 a.m. and it's only two. Look, I love you and it's really been on my mind. Huh? Why you got all the toys, but do the bills all the time? Why? Like play with daddy socks, storytelling.